Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Don't pump I'm but a dance dance. Wear these spandex pants, pants. My ass looks good when I dance, dance. Don't pump I just dance, dance. Hi, vibrators. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the internet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and today I am so excited to be talking to Steph and Elizabeth from the podcast, That's So Retrograde. Um, I've known Steph for years. We used to do stand-up together. I just met Elizabeth. Love them. Love the podcast, That's So Retrograde. I'm late to the train, but I'm binge listening to them. Um... We talk about it pretty much all today. We talk about boys. We talk about dating. We talk about what to eat. We talk about all of it, how to live your authentic life, make scary choices. I think there's even some Kanye West stuff in there. So, you know, it it, it goes all over, but it comes right back home. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. So I want to know everything about you guys. I want to know what you're eating. I want to know who you're dating. I want to know how many times you're going to the bathroom in a day. All of it. Okay. Okay. But let's start off. What about our signs? Yeah. Like, what are your signs for real? <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Okay. And I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. Who are you? I'm a Capricorn, but Ooh. I have Scorpio moon. Ooh. So I'm a psycho. Uh, <laughs> don't I have? No, no you're I have a Scorpio Taurus rising with Scorpio. Taurus moon. Right, 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 right. So you're grounded. Yeah. She's gra- Elizabeth's grounded. Say. I'm like... Wednesdays and Friday and Saturday. <laughs> You're pretty grounded. I mean, you have that the Scorpio rising situation happening, and I'm sure other Jupiter and Aquarius, like you've got some other things going on, but you're definitely a grounded person. Would you guys ever, do you guys... Even though you feel crazy. Even, yeah, you feel crazy in Only your brain. because you're not eating sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys ever date a guy that had a crazy chart or do you look at guys your oh, dating charts i mean it's like a creepy thing i have this astrologer that i'm obsessed with and i'll every i send her birthdays and then she like consults the pendulum and asks what time <laughs> they were born and then we like go through a whole thing yeah also there's a great <laughs> it's intense a great book that i feel is like a must-have for every coffee table or library shelf and it's called sextrology and you can look Ooh. up the person by their birth date yeah, but the and only compatibility. The only thing I with that know. is like it's just a sun sign thing. Right. And like the more that I've deep dived into this, the more I'm like, really the sun sign thing isn't really saying much other than how your like uh behaviors might Right. Your like first impressions kind of. But it's not really like the depth of the situation. I wanna know like what's gonna happen like in every like corner. I wanna know if they have parental issues. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanna know like where their blocks are in terms of success. Like yeah. let's go deep. I wanna know like what, what their like sexual proclivities are, like <laughs> success wise, like how we'll be as parents together. Like I'm trying <laughs> to find out like everything. So are there moments where you're like, Oh, I can't date this dude? Yeah. Really? I found out someone had a Venus void, of course. Which means like, oh my god, what are like you talking STD. about? Okay, so when a planet is void, of course, it means that um, it's like in between signs and it doesn't have like a reference point. Every sign is void, of course. Every planet is like void, of course, at like some point in okay. the transit. But if you have it like in your chart, it's like it's not the best. You're Especially, like aimless a little bit. Yeah, and so with uh... Venus void, of course, you're aimless and you don't have like the emotional capacity to like self reflect. You need someone else to always be doing that for you. So it's mm-hmm. like really bad for your partner. Because it's like you're putting everything on them because you don't have like a a self-referential emotional like compass, basically. (sighs) Yeah. And I and I kind of knew I was like, this guy's like emotionally unavailable. He's like psycho. And then she was like, he's void. Of course, you can't date him. I was like, 
great. <laughs> Do you, I, emotionally unavailable men are like, mm, a dime a dozen. <laughs> I seem to just love them. <laughs> but that might be something in you. It is. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just crawl under the table. Would you say it's your emotional availability or would you say you mirror that? I think I mirror it. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, emo- I'm available in some ways, but not emotionally. So what's your favorite, not to put you guys on the spot. Well, we're here. We're on the spot. You're on the yeah. spot. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. X marks the spot and we're sitting here. But like, what's your favorite like spiritual tip you've gotten from all these people because you guys must just be growing like weeds. You're encyclopedias mm. of knowledge by now. It's yeah. overwhelming. We've yeah. I think there was a moment when we first started, and it was like very much ago that like all signs were pointing to like yes, this is your new focus. This show is like on the path, and you're on it. And good luck. I was like, okay, so my life is gonna change. Am I ready for that? Like in terms of like, I'm gonna have to take my health and my um, well being and my mental journey like on a whole and needs to level up mm-hmm. and it really has but I think you know we say this all the time but it's just that there's no one size fits all when it comes to what one should do to feel good mm. and it's okay for it to morph and change and sometimes be a lot and sometimes be a little and just I think the importance is everything is about um, having a clear channel to your needs and like once you have that you're able to show up in the world better you're able to show up for yourself better you're able to you know things alignment falls in place when you're inwardly aligned so just being okay with like not having a um defined stringentness to what that should be i think is the most um easy entry point i agree yeah i always want my spirituality to be a little bit playful and spontaneous Mm. Yeah, for me, like, I kind of think of it as, like, I'm going, like, you know, I've, I've always, I think the biggest takeaway from everything we've learned is, like, to really learn about what is inside of, what really is going on for you so that you can, like, move forward in the world. Like, for me, I've always felt like, I'm a lot, and I'm this, and, like, I have so, so many things going on, and I've never, like, been able to be, like, okay with those things, mm-hmm. but I've always wanted to be okay with those things, so for me, it was, like, really giving myself permission to go into that and really, like unpack every aspect of it so that I can like move forward and be okay and also like be fucking gentle like I was so hard on myself and like wanting to figure it out and like wanting it to be okay and like it was like so like there was like a rigidity yeah, to my like, and, spiritual and experience. like a rush like I'm in a rush I'm, I need to be enlightened now yeah, yeah and now it's like whoa fucking just just step back a sec there was this Rumi quote that I was like always obsessed with and it was um about this being human is a guest house mm, you know that quote mm-hmm. and I always loved that because I'm like yeah every morning I wake up and I'm like I don't know who I am today and there's like this and I used to be stressed about that and now it's like I'm just like what's going on like show me tell me and what's good soul yeah what's good soul <laughs> who do you want me to be today bitch <laughs> <laughs> what what do you want yeah, yeah the soul's a, a little feisty mm-hmm. one you know you can't lock it down like that yeah yeah and it's, yeah, right. I think just having fun with it is the biggest thing. Agreed. What, like, uh, did you guys have a spiritual experience when you were younger? Like, what got you into this kind of stuff? Um, well, I think, you know, at some point, uh, material things are not going to bring you happiness. So, um, for me, I really, I had a very religious grandma 
so that was part of it mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a conflict because she was catholic and my mom was jewish and it was always like i never fit in like the realm of religiousness so i didn't really have like it was like i'm a bat mitzvah but my grandma was like secretly taking me to get communion and that was like this whole like weird split <laughs> like west side story totally and then my mom's like you can't eat the body of christ and i'm like but it's just a cracker you know like i didn't really understand yeah where i sat with all that stuff and then i had like uh one of my friends died when i was young like really young and so that kind of got me like oh what happens you just like go away and that really like led me down a exploratory path of like no energy doesn't die and like souls you know bodies and it just then it was like an explosion yeah yeah i think for me like looking back on it as a kid i was very like deep and i would like sit in my room and listen to Tori Amos and like basically meditate Same. but like didn't know that that's what it was and yeah. and just was always like a very curious child um but also the beginning of my career was very much about fashion and um material based things and through a series of events like that just didn't really hold enough weight for me like it didn't seem like a positive purpose to have and so through that I kind of expanded my need and revisited my need to want to learn again yeah and learn about things that didn't have to do with what I was doing which at the time was externally focused yeah but it was so cute but it was so cute and you look good but you can <laughs> yeah. also look good and like be deep you know and that's and that is yeah. always been my message even when I was still primarily doing fashion I had a business that was a resale consignment business called closet rich and we sold we had private clients that we worked with and we would help them get rid of the clothes they didn't want either by selling them on the website or our different um, pop-up activations and then donating to niche charities that were based for women so like I always wanted to like cover all the bases like I think that you there was always this myth that you couldn't be conscious and care have like a nice designer bag right and I always wanted to break that yeah I feel like you're touching superficial magic so true for us yeah like we both like I had that too with like comedy where I was like oh I'm gonna do comedy and it became this like spiritual artistic thing but I lost like everything material like I like I was like I burned everything for the art and it Mm. was not good for me you know like I became unhealthy I like didn't have stuff like I was poor like it just was like and I think yours was kind of like the opposite but I was like going through like a deep yeah like creative experience but I had nothing on the outside and it was miserable so it's like I think both of us are coming to it from a position of being like it's okay to like be have a deep experience and be grounded in what's true for you and also like want to look good and like have a fucking Gucci bag mm-hmm. if you want to like that's okay I think there's a lot of judgment from both sides yeah and that just needs to go away because like it's not helping anybody yeah and then on the tip of like the quote-unquote wellness sphere of it all like you know if there it felt so inaccessible or like it wasn't totally being languaged to people who are interested like it's like we had to be wearing white and turbans love those people but like that's not I don't align with that so I we both felt like there wasn't any dialogue that spoke to us so that was really the precipice for the creation of the show was like having those conversations to like make it inclusive yeah yeah it it is I mean for me the spirituality stuff is bomb I get it I used to be a therapist I understand like concepts like that but then the wellness I'm so overwhelmed and I just want to eat my Cheetos and like my diet Dr. Pepper and and if that's what makes you happy that's all that fucking matters I know but I'm a little bit not on that side but sure (laughs) 
and like eat the Cheetos that come from Erewhon and have like the diet fucking right. the the stevia yes. soda. But like, if she can roll with like if she her tummy doesn't hurt after that, then go for it. See, I disagree. Yeah, I think if your tummy Steph is giving hurt, me some real side eye when when I said that, only because I worry about like the implications of like the chemicals in like ten years. Right, that's why. Not because I don't want you to have like your joy of Cheetos. I fucking love chips and all sorts of like snack foods. I mean, that's what I live for. But I would just say, why wouldn't you replace those things with the healthy alternative when they really do taste pretty much the same? Totally. That's my... I'm starting to order off my Thrive. Mom, the mom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so good. So, That's yeah. I, my life hack of I life. I just ordered a bunch of stuff. So I'm trying to get on the right track. And I'm doing the whole 30 yeah. or the whole That's five. That's change your life. <laughs> we'll yes. See. I'm on day 12. Yes, Jeez. girl. Uh, Almost halfway. It goes by really fast. Yeah. I'm still I mean, it. life just does in general. Um, yeah. So how, like what happened in your life that you were like, we're going to start a spiritual or this kind of podcast together. You guys both had these realizations and then you were friends and we you were, were just yeah. friends and we would like get stoned and sit on her, her patio and like heaven. Yeah. It was so out. fun. And we would like Google all astrological things and just we were we were both already into it. Like we'd both done a yogurt teacher train yogurt. A yogurt teacher <laughs> training. <laughs> you know? Sheep's milk yogurt <laughs> teacher training. We'd done it um separately but at the same time in our lives. So our paths are kind of interesting because they were very parallel, even though we didn't know each other for a long time. Like we both studied abroad in London at the same time. We both moved what? to LA at the same time. We yeah. both did our yoga teacher training at the same time. But we weren't friends through any of that, but it's all like the exact same. How timeline. did you meet? Just at a, a party. party. <laughs> you know party us. girls. Hello. <laughs> you know us. Just partying around. <laughs> okay, so you guys met at a party and yeah. you were like, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. We were both like, we're friends. We're friends. It was funny because someone was like, this is Stephanie. She's a comedian. And I was like, oh, dope. I want to write with you, which is such a weird thing to say to someone when you first meet them. But yeah. like a weird premonition also yeah. because podcasting is almost like writing, but like Less work. Less work. Yeah. No, I'm just wow. kidding. It's hard work, but you know. But <laughs> so meant to be. Yeah. So then we were just friends doing what friends do, hanging out, like Smoking learning jays, about signs. Like, you know. I don't know what the fuck else we were Googling. And then she was um, she was working as a stylist on a show and they were repped by a company that they were, it was produced by a company that was starting a podcast division. And the person who, I don't know why I'm telling this story, but now I'm off and running. Person who I'm was, interested. The person, well, it's her story. The person who I was like running it. When you tell it. it. <laughs> la, 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 la. The person that was running the division was someone that she grew up with, and was like, "Oh, we're starting this thing. Do you have any ideas?" And then she did, and then she came to me, and it just sort of yeah, it really happened. It was like crazy. Like I'd known this person um, since I was like five years old. Yeah, it was really and random. She, she, we had always kept in touch. She was at WME for a really long time, and got me into like was always just like championing in my corner, like getting me in the room for meetings, and it I. It just all happened such like divinely intervened. It was wild. Uh, it's funny. I recently found one of our first outlines because we started in 2014. Okay. In the end of 2014. And we didn't actually launch until early 2015. Yeah. Do you have something in my nose? Oh, no. Okay. I was just itching my nose because okay. I'm a party girl. <laughs> <laughs> Whole 30. No one says anything about cooking. Okay. Um, and our first outlines are so funny. I sent her some of like the quotes and it's oh like, what is the one? So it was like us trying to do an astrological podcast knowing nothing about astrology. Oh, no. So it's so, so we tried to do all these episodes where we're like, this is what's happening in the astros. We're educating you while we're educating ourselves. Right. You guys are like reading Google, yeah, Wikipedia. It was so dumb. And then I think at some point we were just like, maybe we should just position ourselves as like 
explorers and like not the experts since mm-hmm. we're not experts and that's what <laughs> that's, it is. That's like the most freeing thing. Yeah. Like we were like, let's just come from a place of not knowing yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah just and being authentic. That, um, yeah. yeah just come authentic. Didn't know you anything. don't know anything. Um, just being, <laughs> oh coming from the place of not knowing is a very freeing yeah. um starting point and ironically now we know a lot of shit but i still like to pretend like i don't know you guys know so much shit it's like everything i reference you guys know everything about it it's not everything because we can't retain it i don't know anything (laughs) about sports yeah we haven't ever done an episode (laughs) on it so maybe if we did you'd learn about football no i'm good (laughs) yeah same do you guys like this is such a weird question and it's so out of left field it's something i'm dealing with in my life do you guys like like spiritual guys because i'm not really attracted to them Mm. that's like you know i want at least him to like have a respect for the feeling that i have for it Mm -hmm. yeah i don't necessarily know that i i'm not into like the yoga guy yeah. Or like the crystal guy or like those guys kind of wig me out a little. Mm-hmm. I, for me also like that experience, even though it seems like I wear it on my sleeve because we have the show and like I'm talking about that. It's like it is like a deeply personal experience. So for me, people that are like overt about it is always kind of like a red flag. I'm like, what are you out to prove? To yeah, the world? it always seems like they're like doing it sexually. It is a sexual thing. It's weird. Always. We want, yeah, I don't. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't. I definitely don't look for that, but I think an openness to just receiving, like, information and and being up for conversation. Like, I don't need to have a debate with you. Like, I just want to, like, be able to share, like, something cool that I've discovered and I don't really need you to, like, push back. But, you know, I don't know. Like, my ex-boyfriend was, like, super into it. Like, he was, like, did kundalini and was really about it, but he was just a writer. It was, like, his his secret private experience. And so we could get into these, like, very deep conversations but it wasn't like his main that's that's cool even like the gentleman caller that we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. who's one of my best friends Mm -hmm. like we talk he's like knows so much about kabbalah and like he's a very spiritual person but you would never know that about him right because he's not like living his life making that known right that's what i'm into exactly yeah Yeah. my boyfriend studied theology in school and is a comic so it's like an interesting uh combination to come from yeah and i so I love conversing with him but you know and it's been cool to like expand his mind and kind of catch him where he's blocked in receiving things um but also I think it's important when you are in a relationship in general or seeing somebody like you don't need to like they don't need to sign up for what you're into the truth is that we all are having a spiritual experience as human beings yeah so Uh, yes if you can just acknowledge that as a baseline then i'm cool with that and like be like hey i feel a connection with you like we have you know there's been there's there's people that you meet that you don't know why you like immediately feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. them and if someone's able to just acknowledge like we just have a connection that's beyond what i can like rationalize like that's I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good then that's that. cool yeah. yeah it's kind of like a you can lead by example but you don't need to like preach totally also like yeah it's it's too much Every it just guy, seems like a straight like, remember, gay guys are normal remember the mason jar yeah <laughs> so well, I, uh, pardon she used to date a guy who was a freemason and i always called him a mason jar <laughs> but it was weird but then, like, wait can we talk about what the company he started Oh yeah! Wait, it we, comes should've... in mason jars. <laughs> no, no. Like, 
it's dead so for a funny full with circle. his new girlfriend. He also gave me oral herpes, so good job. <laughs> oh my god! But um, it's cool. It's under control. Um, but uh, he, yeah, it was weird. Like he was so into it. And he would remember that time we were like sitting in my bed and he wanted to like give both of us like massages at the same time. He was trying was, to like, fuck. It was weird. I'm like, you're crossing boundaries for me that like I don't yeah subscribe to this aspect of things. Yeah, and um. He like I don't know I think people like that they have such a high ide- high ideals which is like could be can be great but it can also separate you from like reality and I don't have any desire to be like taken away on like a spiritual trip that makes it so I can't like live here now. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Live here yeah. now. Yeah. Mm, be here now. <laughs> um I had a boyfriend once and I went to go visit him in Canada. He was on a show in Canada. Was it Drake? It was Drake. You guys, it's Drake. And you mean Aubrey? It was Aubrey. And He's my celebrity crush. And I realized that when he was behind us at a concert. And she like could not move. I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on What's right What's now. his vibe like in life? He's rich. tall and he's hot and he's He's rich. tall? I didn't see that coming. He's so tall. He's like over six feet tall. I cannot see his face in my mind right now. That's hilarious. I like can't. I was a huge Degrassi fan. So. Stop. What are you talking about? Were you? I was the biggest Degrassi what? fan. I thought that was like when we were like 18. No, that well, there was first Degrassi's came out in the 80s. Oh. And then Degrassi, the new generation. Then that started. I don't know when, but they used to play it like six episode blocks at like two in the morning when I was in college. So I really got into it. Did you think he was cute oh, then? Oh, my God. Well, he's in a wheelchair. I on that remember. Show, so was like... I, I've never watched one episode of Degrassi. I don't even know. What no, it's about. I don't. I have no idea. But it's so amazing. It's totally cut you off. Anyway, no, 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 Canada, no, guys, Canada go. guys. But just he's such a good example. Drake is of like just shifting your energy. I want to come back to that. Anyway, yeah. um, so I'm sitting with my boyfriend in Canada, and he's like, I'm talking to him about something I'm so passionate about, and he turned to me and he was like, Listen, um. I don't ever want to talk about consciousness again. <gasps> I'm not interested in it. I like three things. I like um, food, sports, and sex. So He said that yeah. to you? Did you break up with him on uh, the spot? Uh, on the spot. I had to like, le- he was um, 30. Wait, who was it? <laughs> I want to know. You tell me how Um Yeah, and I was like. Spill the tea, Megan. Spill the tea. Um, and I was just like, fuck, like, there, there has to be a happy medium. And I. Yeah, it's just the guys who are, like, so sexual about it kind of creep me out. That's a crazy... I'm not interested in consciousness, so you're interested in death? Like, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah, he's just not... And he was like, I I was telling him something about, like, they could measure consciousness or something. I don't know. He was like, I don't care about it. So, um... good luck with your life, buddy. mm -hmm. I'm trying not to go... I don't know. I'm just trying to find the balance. I think that it's not something that you can lead with is kind of like what I'm learning because mm. it's a it like alienates you and it alienates them is kind of like what I think. Right. I do not need to alienate more men. <laughs> right. And just like be in your own experience. Like that's what I'm learning now. Real, really for real is like not looking for things in other people that I just really want to embody in myself. Right. Because I like that's like an impossible. Like I'm looking for this. It's like, but do you inhabit it? And like, why do you need it from someone else? If like you just have that, I want somebody that's like so original, so independent, yeah. so like. Bold. I mean, just fucking be that dude. Like, yeah. Be what. Just be, like be what be you want to be, and yeah. you'll attract what you need. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. I'm gonna meet someone. Something's good gonna happen on for me. Its yeah. way. Now that I oh, did it, a sixty-year-old, <laughs> everything is uphill. <laughs> 
I do remember talking about that at the barbecue. So, yeah. I, um, yeah, I drink, I drink like Elizabeth did at her birthday party. I know, but I didn't know like that you were that drunk. Well, I'm until I saw you and you looked not, you didn't even look drunk. You looked exhausted. Yeah. Um, I am take well butrin and let's talk about that. Yeah. I love it. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing whole 30. You really can't drink on it. Like I kept hearing people be like, I didn't realize I did that. I'm on well butrin, like blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, shut up. Like you can't blame it on that. It is the most fucked up drug to drink on. Like, I don't get drunk for hours, mm. nothing. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, an blacked idiot. Out. you're yeah. blacked out. Yeah. I used to be on Wellbutrin. What'd you well, think? Yeah, okay. um, I I liked it for for a minute, but, um, you know, I don't really have a positive things to say about psychotropic drugs because I find, I find them to be like blocking in my heart. Yeah. Um, like as like a bypass to dealing with like deeper shit mm-hmm. because I don't think I'm actually depressed. I just think that I have like deep feelings and I just like didn't want to deal with them. Yep. Um, but it was it was like energizing. Definitely helped with like ADD stuff. Like it made yeah. me write more and it gave me a lot of like that kind of bump. But then I started experiencing this like weird thing where I would like feel my separateness where I'd like be talking to someone and it would almost be like my consciousness was uh, like, like out of body pulling back and I was having like weird out of body experience. Stuff I don't want to talk about consciousness. I had <laughs> I like sports and tits and beer. What did he say? <laughs> so you would like be outside of yourself. I would like suddenly mm. be outside of myself and then it just it really freaked me out. So I stopped. I mean I did like that it made me really skinny. <laughs> like true, true life. I was also like, you know, twenty four. So that was part of my like part of your view. journey. <laughs> um, but I mean, I support whatever, but definitely mixing alcohol with those yeah, things no, is can't, horrible. Yeah, no, can't do it anymore. So that's good. Yeah. So Whole Thirty starts Monday. That's um, exciting. Steph got me the book for my birthday. That's was the trigger. I'm a pusher. Oh, She's a pusher. Low key uh-huh. pusher. I didn't even know there was a book. You I have to get the book. You got to get the book for oh, sure. But I'll text you a picture of it. it. You can't do it without the book. Okay. Get the and book. And it has menus. It has recipes. But I would just, I would definitely read what the, it's all about. It'll just give you a really good basis to kind of like, when you go to the grocery store, when you go out to eat, you'll, you'll, Mm. you won't be questioning anything because you'll understand the basis for the parameters. And it's essentially like your standard elimination diet that any doctor would prescribe, except they let you have coffee and potatoes. Oh, we can have potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll eat the shit out yeah. of a potato. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. feeling a little bit better and, about that. And my, my biggest thing, like, I think the first week I went to the grocery store four times because I had to really um, set my pantry up for success, set up, you know, have have things to meal prep with. And the biggest thing that I've been doing um, as I've like found my groove with it is roasting veggies in huge batches and having those on hand to make like yummy little like bowls and salads and all of that. So like honestly, go to Trader Joe's, the pre-peeled, pre-chopped whatever, go to town and just like last we also night, have I was like, the blog, the Trader Joe's yeah, half blog. Totally that. Um, there's a an amazing blogger called um, No Crumbs Left. She's like Ooh. this sweet, cute lady out of Chicago who's like the Ina of the whole thirty. Like her recipes are amazing and so fab. Done. And, um, that's really good. I'm trying to think. Whole um, Thrive Market has a great Whole Thirty starter kit. That's I great. Know. Like they that, are so amazing. Yeah. So I would. Um, I, those are all things. But I'll send you like a few. Okay. You guys. Few you guys things. support me through this. How is not drinking? Is that impossible? 
Um, I had my fill. Oh my god, Steph just pulled out a beef jerky stick. Yeah. Um, I had my fill for the birthday, <laughs> so I was like, I'm good on on all of it. I will say the only time that I had like a, a like a craving to do so was we were out with our friends for, um their birthday because we're party girls um <laughs> this past saturday and at like 2 a.m everyone's like taking tequila shots and like eating birthday cake and i was like i could uh it's time to go it's uh, time to yeah. tap out i did Taking miss wine out. from like the first hour i love red wine it's like it's she's italian she can really oh you can put it down yeah. and throw it back and um like literally from the first hour i was like i miss red wine and like every day i'm like texting my brother <laughs> but but you know what now that i have the ability to drink again i don't really care interesting so that's weird that's very strange the 31st day i was like i had wine it was great i loved it she took a bath in it yeah (laughs) finally (laughs) um and i had some after and i you know i have the little here and there but i don't have that same like i don't really feel like getting drunk although i've never i'm not really like that much of a drinker already you guys like smoking weed right we're definitely stoners although i also really haven't smoked that much weed so you think it reset you a hundred percent. Oh God, I'm really it doing this. It says not to smoke weed on Whole30, but I'm not. not LOL. Doing that. LOL. <laughs> it's like step on, back guys. Whole30. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to have coffee, so it's like coffee, weed, and vegetables and meat. Oh Live God. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like I'm. I want to be really careful. Like I don't want it to get eating disordery. I don't want it to get. It doesn't weird. because you can eat so much. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to like prep. The the meal prep is like the biggest thing, and then also I think you're you're probably gonna end up, go to the grocery store more than you have yeah. normally, and yeah. that's okay. Well, and I got my thrive. My, it, my yeah, 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 yeah. Do that for like the pantry goods and all that, and yeah. then just get vegetables and like you'll I, be. I live in the money. above a grocery store. Like oh. it, it's so New York, it's connected to my thing, and it, it'll be good for this, but it's been bad for um before this because I'll be watching a movie and be like, I need a bag of yeah, no, chips. It's, it's great. You're just gonna retrain your brain. Um, you're you're gonna you're gonna thrive. Okay. There's brands too, like Siete chips. They have these like grain free wraps, grain free chips. Like, it's really a journey of discovery of alternatives, which I feel like is what we all kind of need to be moving towards. Agreed. Agreed. That's, it's not really like, you know, I've never been someone who likes those like fake meats because it's like soy products. But this there's like a new evolution of like food where we can still have the same things, but in a way that like with the whole thirty starter kit, it's like. Primal Kitchen mayonnaise versus like Hellman's. It's like still get that fucking mayonnaise. It's just right one that's not made with like a trash yeah. fire poison <laughs> garbage <laughs> pal kid. Yeah, that it's really about also um, aside from you know minding consumption, it's also looking at labels, mm-hmm. and that's that the the program is an amazing reminder for that, and it really kind of like hones in on like because there's like I'm not a sugar person, but like. It's in ketchup. It's in the it's in everything. dressing items. It's in everything. It's in your milk. So you're paying attention to yeah. these things in a new way. So you're seeing things through a different lens, and then you feel awesome. So why well, not? I can't wait to update you, girls. Thank you for being the um, shamans. By of the this way, experience. we don't work for Whole Thirty. Not sponsored. <laughs> open to it. Though, yeah, for sure. For sure, open. Um, okay, I have one last question for you, girls. Okay. It's kind of okay. Th- it's a two question question, and it's kind of. Hard to put into words. So let me. <clears throat> I'll just be okay. eating beef. <laughs> okay. You eat your, your beef sticks and let me think for a moment. So like subconscious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had any luck changing them? And do you, and mm. as you get more successful, have you noticed that like you've begun changing them and that's why it's happening? 
subconscious beliefs. Yes. Yeah. I think a big one for me was that, like, being afraid of my own power. Yeah. Mine's knowing my worth. Mm. And um, just once you're able to even just acknowledge, like, I am afraid of my own success mm-hmm. and look at that. And then you can re- like just the simple thing of just acknowledging that sentence. You're able to just see things through a different lens if you give yourself permission to and really question what that belief is and the root of it. And uh, and through that questioning and acknowledgement, uh, a shift happens. Yeah, I would say, you know, no one in my family is like, an artist or like a free thinking person in terms of I thought your Catholic grandma would be a painter no but just like you know they all definitely like I know like my dad wanted to be like a radio DJ you know that oh my was gosh his, like, look at you now I know that that's was like cool. what he wanted to be but like that wasn't that's not something that like a child of an Italian Catholic immigrant exactly. who was like a marine and worked in a factory like does mm-hmm. you know and there's like was a very like linear idea of making money and very much like uh subscribe to the system otherwise like you're doomed for failure nobody does those things you know when i wanted to be an actor it was like okay like and that seems funny but it was a very real like get a real job kind Mm -hmm. of thing that was also implanted in me that was there's no value on what you're doing Right. And that was like subconsciously implanted in me. So for me to even like ask for money for anything that I was doing seemed impossible. And I didn't know like even how to go about that. But so now you are like you've noticed you've worked on yourself and the world is kind of responding in a different way. Absolutely. And that's so cool. But I'm also still learning. Like I yeah. just we just were able to get readings with this incredible tarot numerologist person Remington Donovan at mystical arts on Instagram he's next level next um and he said to me you know um you're you like you're the more like your talent is how you make money like your talent is viable Mm. and I and it's like I, I know that but really hearing it again and again it's almost like you need to hear something a thousand times before you're like I'm willing to accept that and receive that something I say all the time is like okay I'm receiving that because so much of not letting yourself get through your beliefs is putting your beliefs in front of what someone is trying to give to you. Yeah, true, you true. Know, where yeah. you're like, no, I already a have wall. a system in place that keeps me in when this When I box. was three, I decided this, so mm-hmm. we're not, yeah. I thought the, like, the Kanye interview was really interesting and one thing he said when he was just like what Kanye just <laughs> when, he, when he was like, I lost my confidence, I lost my superpower, I was like, oh shit, um, He's just not operating, like, he wasn't operating with these doubts that we have, and then he became Kanye West because of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's seriously, like, what it is. Like, the, the you can't let, because other people are looking at, like, I remember when I was driving, I drove to L.A. 10 years ago, like, toot, toot. this week. And congratulations. We both have, we both have our 10-year anniversary of you L.A. in the same week. In my little Volkswagen this, book. That is so weird. You guys are soulmate friends. I love it. I know. It. It's we really know. cute. It's beautiful. Um, but I, I remember I stopped in North Carolina because I, I went, like, down the coast and then across the country because I had all these different people, like, in places that I wanted to visit. And my cousin was going to Duke at the time, and we went and, like, had lunch. And he's like, wait, you're, like, moving to L.A. to be an actor? Like, <laughs> good luck like the likelihood of that becoming a success is like zero percent 
And that, and then I remember like that same summer I flew back home to New York and one of my parents' friends were like, you know, no one becomes successful. Like people don't want to let you believe in your own vision because they're limited themselves in their own vision. They've already decided and solidified their adult life in a way that keeps them safe. Also, I mean, do you also think that you are attracting that comment from them? No, I think that- That's I, their own I, stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. that my, like, and I still have this today. Like I have a thing where it's like, no, I see things a certain way and I'm gonna get it done that way. And I'm gonna like come hell or high water, like move through the blocks to like get what I want and get mm. what I need and get what I see. We've learned this lesson with Star Retrograde. Four years ago, we had a fucking idea for a TV show that everyone was like, not no, that's not gonna be a thing. Now everyone's fucking doing it. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm seeing the, mm. what's true. Mm -hmm. And like now that I'm in my 30s, I'm able to be like, cool, I see your point of view, but like, no. Mm -hmm. But it's because it's either like you let the world bring you down or you keep fucking foraging forward and rising above and, and will working on line. yourself and like, and like just, it's, yeah. it's a journey and it's, it's a real choice. It has to be a daily choice. And I'm so fucking jazzed that you guys are making it. And I love your podcast so much. Thanks. That's so retrograde. Thanks. They're on Dear Media now. Yes. So we're all on Dear Media. So what's going to be like the, the superficial magic now? So I changed it to like, Okay, so here's what the the logline is gonna be. Yes. It's like the Carrie Bradshaw of spirituality. Love. Cute. So it's like sex, soul, superficial magic. Love it. That's Thoughts. really cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because somebody was like, um, somebody was like, that's too old of a reference, and I'm like, I, mm. I don't give a fuck. Here's what. That's a perfect example of what I was just saying. Somebody was like, somebody True. said something to like put you down in a way, mm. or like deter you from something that you already feel like is good. Right. So until it like until it gets to a point where it's like, I'm gonna sell this idea and it's like, oh Carrie Bradshaw, maybe think of another reference. But like if it resonates with you and makes you like align and understand what you're doing, yeah. That's all that fucking matters. Well, you don't uh, need to like pitch it like that to the world. And like I, I sometimes when everybody's like white men's like privileged attitude, I, I totally agree. But I'm also like, are we supposed to think of ourselves a little bit more like white dudes think of themselves? Like, are they kind of having do they have something there? No, they're just definitely so confident. Now they're not having their moment. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I would say no. <laughs> I remember there was like a moment when I was going on stage wearing um, platform. Remember I had that like real strong like platform shoe face. Yeah. And that was all I was wearing. And I was literally like, I'm doing this because it's the closest I will ever get to experiencing what it feels like to have a giant dick hanging between my mm -hmm. legs. Like I walk on stage with these shoes and I'm like, fuck everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm confident as all hell it's happening it, like gave me magic for a second yeah it's awesome to see where you are stuff i the last time we talked on facebook you should go back and read our messages I should. um we were spiraling <laughs> <laughs> we had just done a terrible open mic and at like a coffee store Ugh. and it was it was really bad so yeah i know i had to hang up that hat. I told Adam Ray last night that I was retired and he started laughing so hard. And then my, they introduced me on Sandy's show and they're like, she used to be Stephanie Sambari and now she's Falcon. And I was like, Stephanie Sambari is retired and Falcon is now a comedian. Falcon is soaring. Reborn. Reborn. I yeah, love it. Reborn and rebranded. It's fucking amazing. Elizabeth, Thank so you. nice to so meet nice you. So nice to meet you. And so now exciting. that I'm lucid, it's even more it's nice so to meet you. It's so great. I'll be at all your birthday parties for the Please. rest of your life. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening to Superficial Magic. This is what you gotta do. No treadmill. No, 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 no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no, no. no. Did you do it on a yoga mat? No, no, no. It's from shaking that. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.